with starting a startup. You know, today I am pretty excited to be able to talk to you about some advice I received from a friend. So I was working with Combat Carding and we started getting attention and demand from overseas. And one of the things about that overseas is that I don't know if I can supply that yet. And so I kept on explaining to my friend, I, you know, I really don't know if I'm set up for that. And he said something to me, he said, what you do is you say yes to it and then you figure out how the fuck to do it. And that's been kind of hard for me, like, no, because then if I don't, I'm going to destroy my reputation. But I'm now starting to kind of see what he meant by that. Ever since he told me that, that's been just kind of sticking in my head is just say yes. That's step one. So we're working through this stuff with the uh, Andretti team. And, you know, they kind of tell us like, hey, we, you know, we've got to get this stuff figured out. We got IAPA coming up. This is, you know, you have to get this shit working. Right. On it working our asses off trying to get it moving. Well, I kept on having that friend's advice ringing through my head. And they had given me till November 4th to be able to figure out if it's gonna be operational, if we're gonna have it running full time. I have this huge demand for them, so they have to be able to have carts that are nonstop operational. And it seemed like we were always just one step and one step, one step, one step, just always just a little bit closer. And we never seemed to actually get it working perfectly. It would work perfectly for like three days and then we'd encounter another issue. But we know we're whittling away those issues over time, but that's the thing is it takes time. We have to run it through the run it ragged. You know what, I should actually give like the actual, how serious this situation was. So I get a phone call from Tom. He says, dude, we gotta get this working. We gotta get it operational, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. November 4th, that's your cutoff. If we can't get it right by then, we can't have it during IAPA. Now we'll get it up and running after IAPA. We, you know, we're, we're committed to making this work out, but we need to have all of our carts operational during IAPA. And so far we haven't been able to run a nonstop Saturday since we've installed the system. Um, so I said, okay, let's do this. Let's make this happen. We're gonna make it work. And so Kevin and I are going through everything that we need to do to make it successful. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna send people down like a week before IAPA, make sure that we're there for support, go through any issues that we might have. Well, so I make this commitment. And I'm realizing I need to get my invitations out. We're doing this huge launch party and you know, hundreds of people coming to it to race go the race and experience the system, open bar, doing burgers and wings and all sorts of shit, renting out the, the Sky Bar to Andretti. We have a VIP lanyards, these gold plated steel lanyards with these combat carding uh, customized uh, the lanyard necklace portion of it. Like it's actually it's it's actually really fun to put this together. But anyways, so we have this huge party coming up, and I'm like, I need to get people that, like the the invitations because everybody's saying, hey, this is when our party is come is happening. We need to be that too, so we can get on people's schedules. So I'm like, okay, I can't wait till November fourth to send these send these things out. Like I need to get this going as early as possible. So I called up Tom and I said, Tom, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have people in you know, a week before and we're gonna make sure that we have all this. Like, It's impossible for it to fail. We're gonna be there. Every time we're there, everything's fine. It's just a learning curve for your team. But your team hasn't learned it. And I've tried, I've given them my direction, everything, but I'm telling you, it will work. 
And he said, okay. He's like, well, why is this weekend going to... Or I said, well, I need to, I need a yes because we need to book the room and all this stuff. And I said, this weekend, we're going to know what's going to happen. He goes, Jordan, why is this different weekend going to be any different than the others? Like, well, because we figured out the issue with the wiring harnesses and that was the big last one. It's going to work this weekend. I promise. So that was like Thursday afternoon. I had the conversation with him. Shit, no, actually, I think it was like Friday early afternoon. So I go and I pick up my daughter from school on Friday at 3.30 and then I'm driving down the road and I get a message that says, a bunch of the combat carts are down. We're going to have to switch over to the DeHarts. And that's just my stomach sank because this is like, we're being tested. We're being shown that it's, we're reliable and God damn it, what's breaking now? Like, what could it be? It's just one thing after another. And Tom jumps in and he says, listen, why don't we get on a call to talk about this? So we get on a call and he's like, hey, Jordan, just so I understand, just so you know, my understanding is, is like, we got carts that are like glitching and shutting down and there's like broken carts everywhere. So like, we're gonna have to pull the system. I said, okay, I'm only aware of two carts and both of them need a HUD and neither of them have, they have uh, other cart damage issues to them anyway. So what other carts are down? I said, oh, well, like seven carts are down. Said, okay, what's the third, what's, what's the other five? Walk me through them. Well, this one's doing this glitchy thing where it's like speed control, like isn't quite right. It seems like it's jerking when you're driving. I said, yeah, there's, there's probably something else telling speed control. Do you have this component hooked up? Do you have this component hooked up? Oh, no, no, those aren't hooked up. Mm, okay, because that's like what causes that issue. And we can't, if you don't disconnect that other component, it will not work. No, 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 we checked it, we checked it. Okay, does it work with our system disconnected and that component connected? Yeah, it works fine. Hmm, okay. All right, well, uh, what's the other ones? Oh, well, this car needs a motor. Okay, we can't really help you with that. Well, this one has, looks like it's all tore apart, needs a bunch of body work. Okay, how about the next one? Yeah, it's just, I think that one's got a bad controller. I was like, okay, so Tom chimes in. He's like, hey guys, it certainly sounds like combat may have two issues, has two issues that, you know, you for HUDs, but those carts are down anyways. And there's additional one more that might be a problem. And the rest of them are not our, are our issues because you guys didn't maintain your carts and have a full fleet when you started this weekend. So it sounds like a whole lot of you didn't do your jobs. And they're like, well, yeah, and, you know, they got really quickly like, oh shit, yeah, like totally. He's like, all right, well, you're gonna run the system and we need to know that it's gonna be successful. So getting off the call. And thank God for Tom calling that out and you know, getting on the phone call and all that stuff. You know, our systems, they have three spares that they run all the time. We have two that we know are down and one that's potentially down, but we, we knew that wasn't the case. Suddenly it didn't have the issue anymore after they went and checked it again. Um, Kevin actually logged in and checked into it. And we didn't have any error codes or anything like that. It's like, okay, well, that was probably the issue was that thing connected, no big deal. So they run the system and they're, they're running through the day and I, I go and I'm meeting with Kevin. I tell him like, dude, that was like panic attack for me. Like that, I thought that was the end right there. And we're talking, I go, you know what? They're stressed already. That's why they wanted to pull the system because it takes more work because it's something new. Anytime you learn something new, you have a, you know, a learning curve is going to it and it takes more effort. So I'm like, they're going to be stressed out. Any single cart that fails from our system, it would be, well, we would have these carts if it wasn't for combat carting, even though you know, there's three spares, we only have two down from our system. They still are gonna be stressed out by our failure because it wouldn't have been there beforehand. So I looked at Kevin, I was like, I'm flying back down, dude. I'm gonna be there this weekend because if this fails, if for some reason they pull up this weekend and we don't get to do this launch party and this IAPA stuff and all that, 
we're gonna look back at this and we're gonna regret this. This is gonna be the dumbest decision. Like, why didn't we just go down there? I'm gonna go down there. I'm gonna fly down there for just all the way through IAPA. I'll be there through the 18th. Kevin looks at me and goes, no, I'm going. You know hardware and you can walk me through that on the phone if we need to. I can't walk you through software and have been from a distance with software is a whole lot harder. I'm gonna fly down there. I'm like, Kevin, not gonna make you do it, but I want you to do it. If you're if you're willing to, I'd mean the world to me, man. But if I understand, if you can't if you can't swing it, just no worries. I'll go down. I'll drop everything. Well, six o'clock the next morning, Kevin jumped on a plane and flew down there. Jumped in, got things rolling. Everything went perfect. No issues at all. Ran back to back races. Just kind of evidence that hey, maybe the system is capable. We just got to get everybody trained, which makes sense. I mean. When we came in April, the system was different. We trained, we taught, you know, they have new people, they forgot things, they're not running it, we've done different things. Like, we're due for a retraining, making sure that people are there. So I've got Kevin there all the way through the 18th. Hazen, I send down four days later to make sure that some, there's some mechanical support and testing for Kevin at night. I want somebody there at all hours to make sure shit doesn't go wrong. So I called Tom up after the weekend went well, and I said, Tom, it, it can't fail now. Here's the resources, here's the supplies, it's going to fucking work. So yeah, okay, yep, it looked good. Let me just check with management, make sure everything's all set to launch. Well, that brings me back to my friend. You say yes and you make it happen. So the, th the funny thing is, is actually the weekend of the 4th, on the 4th we pulled the system. We had this weird thing that was happening with it and we said, you know what, let's just go ahead and pull it. But we had already proven that it was successful. We just pulled that component because Kevin wanted to do a big a big software push because we recognized an issue before it became an issue. And to change it over for the whole fleet was gonna take forever. And they were busy. So I said, hey, instead of letting this be an issue, let's you know to pull the system off, run it, or uh, let's just turn our system off, run it like normal. We'll fix this. This is gonna be like a 95% fixed case. 95% confidence this will take care of it. Um, so we launched it, everything. Like we were afraid it was actually gonna just damage our boards was the bigger concern. The issue was coming up was, if it caused the issue, it could damage our boards. And if our boards get damaged, we do not have more of them to replace with. Like we've got like five spares and that's it. So gotta make sure that we don't have any damage happening. So launched all that stuff, ran it over Sunday, get an email this morning, hey, we're gonna market this, we're good to go. Like the things are going that direction because I said it was going to fucking go that direction. I called Tom and said, this weekend, I'm gonna prove it. It didn't look like we were going to. Kevin and I put our heads together and we fucking made it happen. So I'm gonna keep thinking about that over and over, about the idea of when I'm nervous about something or hey, maybe I'll slow down a little bit, make sure I take this slowly. No, you say yes and you fucking figure it out. Now what you say yes to, that's the challenge. Life and wealth and success and all that stuff's not built by saying yes to everything. It's by, it's by saying no to everything except for a very key yeses that make sense. Do I want international distribution of the combat carding system? Yes, yes I do, that makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna do that. If I have the demand for somebody overseas, we're gonna fucking install it and we're gonna get it figured out. It's what we've always done. That is a very important thing for us to be able to accomplish. So when I started thinking about this, I've been working this way for a while. We got our second location. I have no idea where we're sitting to be able to launch that. and. The money that's gonna to take to be able to do it, like looking at the budget, it should be able to happen, all that stuff by that time. Like I'm playing with fire here, getting the team motivated, hiring and training everything in preparation for to be able to go to a second location. And I haven't got the total thumbs up yet from the bank to say, hey, we're ready to rock. Everything they explained to me, all the formulas and everything, it makes sense. So I'm gonna move forward. 
But I can't thank my friend enough for that advice. That just, no, you fucking say yes and make it happen. Because that's got me to where I am today. And hopefully that's going to be something that triggers in your head when you're thinking about some big plan and what you're looking to do. And let's be real, if you're not moving forward and you're thinking about it week in, out, and just over and over and over again, it's because you're scared to pull the trigger. Figure it out. Say yes. Hopefully that gets you off your ass and gets you moving. Anyways, guys, we got IAPA next week, which is the trade show. So this is uh, November 7th, 2022, right now that I'm recording this. So at IAPA, we've got this huge booth set up with all sorts of cool lighting and shit and this big trust system. And we're connected right to BizCarts. We're doing the launch party at Andretti, the open bar, all you can eat, race your face off, experience combat karting system for that today I got over a hundred RSVPs for already. Just sent the email on Saturday, I believe it was, on the 4th actually. Um, just absolutely insane amount of response that comes to it, plus the amount of people that are coming out, that'll uh, come to the booth the day of. That's going to give our people an opportunity to experience it. So I wanted to create a bigger, like, like I wanted people to be seen with it. So. I had these metal business cards. There's a website online that you can have them made and they actually like cut out your logo and they etch in a bunch of lettering and everything. So I've got these stainless steel business cards that are 0.8 millimeters thick that say VIP cut out on it and has our logos all cut out and it's got a QR code for the website and uh, it's plated in gold. Uh, except for the logos are etched with the uh, coloring for our logos, like the blues and the reds and things like that. And there's a big lanyard that I had made that is like all this like tech wiring looking stuff going through. And then it's got our logos behind that. And I had it, so I made sure that the lanyard was low enough to hang below the IAPA badge. Because the IAPA badge you kind of got to walk around with and use when you go talk to people. So that's going to be at like chest level. Well, I wanted this to be thing to be apparent all the time. And if you're constantly using the, the IAPA badge, then you're gonna have your VIP thing fall behind the IAPA badge. So I have it hang lower than that. So everywhere they go, that thing's gonna be shown off to people that they're a VIP and that they're invited to our party. And then it's gonna be a conversation piece for combat karting. I also had over 500 of our Dr. Evil shirts made, the freaking go-karts with freaking laser beams that I'm gonna be giving out to all the people that RSVP'd and we joined in the party. I am stoked to get those out there because everybody loves that shirt and they're going to be wearing it at the show. This is going to be a big year. I've got way too much money invested into this thing, but it's gonna really explode. I can feel it. You know, a lot of people have been, been looking forward to experiencing it. Now they're gonna get a chance to experience it, not just at high caliber on a flat track, but like Andretti karting, banks, hills, curves, like all these pieces, three years of development, busting our asses, lose, just being broke as shit, constantly being stressed out. We're working through all that stuff and we're finally here. And I can't, I'm, I'm excited to be able to share with you guys the other doors that recently just opened up for us. So I'm actually really excited stuff coming for combat karting that I can't share yet under non-disclosure, but I promise you this podcast is going to get more entertaining. You may ask yourself, how is that, Jordan? You're so magnificent to listen to. Well, I'm so magnificent that these last 15 minutes will probably be one of the shortest podcasts I've had, and I'm going to give you guys back the rest of your day. Hope you guys go out there and kick some ass, and just remember, say yes and figure out how the fuck to do it. See you.